You are now tuned in to R&R Raw and Real with Shaz. I'm your host, Shazman. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening in to my podcast. If you are new here, make sure you hit that follow button so that you do not miss an episode drop, which is every Wednesday. If you would like to keep updates on topics that I may discuss, head on over to Instagram to R-N-R with Shaz, C-H-A-S, and hit that follow button so that you can stay updated on whatever questions I may ask and want your input on. And now that I have your attention, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode. This week, we're going to dive into forgiving yourself, taking responsibility, and self-awareness. So, in this world, we're often filled with self-criticism and feelings of inadequacy, learning to forgive ourselves. We're very, like, really, really hard on ourselves. It's always kind of like push self-love to the back of your mind and just keep working. It's mainly like survival mode. Um, But ultimately, we have to release the heavy things that we walk around with on our shoulders. Like a lot of us wear emotions on our shoulders. A lot of us, we, um, we tend to just wear everything on our shoulders or push everything down. And when you push everything down, it's like you got all these heavy burdens from the mistakes that you've made in the past, um, your trials and tribulations, or how you may have hurt somebody, and you just never forgave yourself about it, you never even apologized to them about it. You just walk around with so much heavy guilt on your heart. And at some point on your healing journey, you're going to want to self-reflect and think about everything that you've done and be like, yo, I really have to show myself grace. I have to forgive myself for things, for these unresolved emotions, um, from past mistakes that I just never forgave myself about or you forgave yourself about, or um, past things you were blamed for that you didn't really do. So like, prime example, people who lose their parents or like they feel like, oh, this is my fault because you or your parents may have got into it or something and it may have caused that. Or it could be something like um, your parents divorcing as a kid and then you feel like it's your fault. And you take that blame on on yourself when it's like you really don't, you, you didn't cause that issue. Like that had nothing to do with you. That had everything to do with your parents and what they were dealing with. But as kids, we carry that on into adulthood instead of really finding out what really happened. And then we get into situations with people and, you know, things kind of like the cycle repeats. But um, we have to find a way to become self-aware of those things and move on and move forward and forgive ourselves. And so, like, the first things that you want to do is self-evaluate. You want to self-evaluate yourself and look at yourself and say, I have to give myself grace. Okay, I did this. I made this decision. It might have been a bad decision, and it might have set you back a little bit, right? But you have to sit back and say, yeah, I made the wrong decision, and I can't beat myself up about it. You don't want to beat yourself up. You just want to say, look, next time, Wherever my head is, I need to remember where my head was at this time so that I don't make the same mistakes. Instead of beating yourself about it, oh, I'm, I'm stupid, I done did this, I done did that, and I done 
messed everything up. It's like, whoa, just take a step back, chill out, relax, and, like, ease up off of you. We're so prone to giving other people grace. When somebody does something to you, we're quick to be like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Forgive them and move on. They do the same thing. Oh, it's okay, it's okay, I forgive you. And then you move on. Why can't you give that same forgiveness to yourself when you do something, when you mess up? You make a mistake with your money, money management. Um, a lot of us struggle with this, especially now. The world is ridiculous. It's crazy. But <laughs> we make these stupid money decisions, and then we got to sit back and, oh, how am I going to make this happen? And now I'm struggling. Now I'm, you know, just right above water. And it's like if you... <laughs> Just sit back and think about it. It's okay. We all make mistakes. We all want something. You wanted to do that thing. Say it was a trip or something. You made that bad money decision to take that trip, knowing good and dang well, when you come back, you're going to be broke. And, then, <laughs> and now you're at home like, I got to find a way to make some extra money. And it's like, well, maybe if you just would have, you know, planned that a little bit better instead of being impulsive, because impulsive thinking and impulsive action, that's what got you in this situation. But in that case, just forgive yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it and find a better way to go about planning that trip, taking that trip so that you don't have to fall into these money issues. Like, you don't really have to do all of that. <laughs> so in the Bible, Psalms 103, verse 12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. This verse reminds us of the boundless forgiveness that is available to us. This is why I said you have to forgive yourself because God forgives us every single day, regardless if you repent, regardless if you, you know, talk to him or not. Um, we're forgiven by him. And this verse kind of like reminds us of that. So that's why I say you have to forgive yourself. You have to be self-aware. You have to hold yourself accountable in the same way that you hold other people accountable. And you can't just be like, oh, I'm the accountable person in my friend group, but you slacking. You not doing what you're supposed to do. You, instead of you um, getting up in the morning to go to the gym like you said you was going to do, you said you was going to do it, but you slack. And you try to be like, oh, I mean, it's cool. But let your friend hit you with the, oh, I'm going to go to the gym every day at this time, and your friend decides not to go. Now you on them. Why you ain't go? Or come on, you better than that. You got to do that to yourself. You, you got to eventually switch and be like, look, I have to hold me accountable. I have to do what's right for me. I have to be mindful that I'm slacking on me. I'm sleeping on me. And a lot of us tend to sleep on ourselves. When we really are awesome, I'm speaking from a space of experience. Um, I, I slept on myself a lot. And because I did, there are things in place in life, and it's like, dang, it just took so long to get because I slept on myself. Instead of just taking the accountability for myself, not somebody else. Like, I'm cool on being the accountability partner for anybody else at this point. It's just about me. So when I took accountability for my actions, for the things that I said to people, for the things that I said to myself, that's when I'd just be like, dang. You can't do that. You can't just play yourself like that. You're better than that. 
And if you don't hold yourself to a high standard, how do you expect anybody else around you to? How do you expect your partner to hold you that way? When they look at you and see, like, you don't mean what you say. You don't keep your own word. And a lot of, I know a lot of women don't like when men don't keep their word, but women don't keep their word either. And if you can't keep your word for yourself, you can't be expecting somebody else to keep their word. Because they're just doing what you're doing. They're not taking accountability for their own actions, for the things that they're doing, for the things that they're saying. And self-awareness is like the beacon that guides us towards a deeper understanding of ourselves and our relationships with others, our relationships with our parents, our relationships, our coworkers, um, our clients, for some of us who are entrepreneurs, and even our relationship with God in a sense. Um, acknowledging our flaws and embracing our strengths. Like, you know what you're good at. Go be good at that. Um, allow yourself to align with, with life and your purpose and what you're trying to accomplish so that everything just falls into place. It's, it's cool to accept your flaws. You have to accept them. But what are you going to do about it? Are you going to change are you going to start meditating? Are you going to start, um, you know, if you in the church, are you going to start having a better relationship with God? Are you going to start working out more? Are you going to start, stop making excuses for literally everything that you do and just, just go right ahead and do it at this point? And I feel like sometimes we don't know where to start when it comes to self-awareness and forgiving ourselves and um, taking responsibility for all of our actions and the things we do and say. And we kind of get lost at, like, where do I begin? Where do I, like, how do I start? What's good for me? What's not good for me? You have to just try it. If you want to try meditation, really put the time in, really put the effort in, understand what you're doing, and just do it. They have guided meditations. They have guided yogas, if that's what you want to do. You have to just go out there. The research is there. Everything that you need is, is out there. Just go find it and commit to it that's like a big key thing is committing if you want to be a better person you want to be more self-aware you want to you know be more forgiving for yourself but also still have that accountability and take responsibility you have to just commit I committed to something I wanted to do this now I'm committing myself to it and I'm learning along the way but every time I wake up and I choose to do this right here I feel better every day. It's like, yes, I did this. I put my foot forward and I trusted myself and I kept going. And I'm going to keep going. Like, this is not the end. This is going to be, like, super big, anything that I've ever, ever even thought of. Like, I'm thinking, like, right here. But, <laughs> you know, with God's plan and whatever imagination I come up with, it's, it's skyrocket from here. Like, because this is this is the lane that I'm committing to. This is something I I've been wanting to do for a very long time, and I'm doing it. But it took some healing. It took some self-awareness. It took some praying. It took some isolation. There was a period where I was just isolated from everybody, my mom, my dad, my sister. The only obviously the only people was my kids. But I had to isolate myself because I was losing myself because of the decisions that I've made to put other people before me. So because I did that, I set me back. And I was never happy. I was in an ever-going cycle. And I'm just like, I'm so tired of this. And I had to go into that space of isolation. And I did what I needed to do, therapy, journaling, 
praying, like just really forgiving myself, focusing on what really mattered to me. And this is what the path I'm on now. Now it's something completely different. And I know lots of people, why you don't do lashes no more? We'll talk about that at another time, but there's a reason why. In that isolation time, I realized that wasn't for me. That wasn't my purpose. It was a blessing, but there was something deeper behind that. Every I started looking at everything these clients would say to me when they would come get their lashes done. It was always a therapeutic session. I had to sit back and think, like, what are they really saying to me? What am I really comprehending from what they're saying? Man, every time I come to my lash appointment, it's, it's good. We laugh. We talk. We get deep. Heck, I've even prayed for some of my clients sometimes in the midst of doing their lashes. Um, clients have come in going through things, and you know what I'm saying? I hear them out, and we talk it through, and they be like, wow, you're really, you know, you really, you really are a helpful person. I had to sit back and like, what, what does this mean? What does this mean? So in that time of isolation, it just clicked. It just clicked because the thought in my mind just kept popping up. I kept finding old notebooks where I would talk about how I wanted to be a speaker, how I would want, how I want to do podcasts. I wanted to do blogging. I started a WordPress. Like, who does that? Me. I did that because I wanted to. I was like, I want to speak and I want to, this is what I want to do. So when I came up out of isolation, I forgave myself for some past things that had nothing to do with me. I did not see the lesson at that time of what I was supposed to be taught, and I felt like it was my fault. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And I'm like, bruh, every this is all bad because of me. And it wasn't because of me. I just happened to be in that situation. But it was a lesson I was supposed to learn to build and add to what I'm, like, speak on what I'm doing now. Not really add, but speak on what I'm doing now. And my life is truly a testimony. The things that I've been through, the things that I've seen, the the people that look at me and hear me and, like, they be like, yo, Shaz, you really is that person. I'm inspired by you. And I'll be like, I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea why. I'm just a regular, regular girl, like, I'm just the girl next door. <laughs> I'm just the girl next door. Like, but people see something in me, and I had to see that in myself. And that came with self-awareness, forgiving myself, and taking responsibility. And so now we here. Y'all here with me. We here, and the ride is is amazing. Like, it's just a blessing how things just unfolded. And just like I did this stuff, you can do the same thing. You don't have to wait for the right time, the right day. It is right now because obviously we don't borrow time. Time is not promised for none of us. What are you waiting for? Do the work. Get to your purpose. Get to a better version of yourself. Not just for the people around you, but for your, you know, for you, for your kids, if you got kids. You know, for a lot of us love to say, oh, I'm doing this for so-and-so that passed away. Okay, we'll live then, because <laughs> they couldn't. But you're still here. So do what you need to do. Work on you. Push everybody else aside. Whatever other people have ever said about you, man, push that to the side. What do you say about yourself on a daily? Do you wake up in the morning and tell yourself the truth? Because 
when you go into that space of healing and isolation, you start to find the truth out about yourself. And it's going to get ugly. It's not going to be pretty. And you're going to be like, yo, I really am a bad person. (laughs) But you're not. You're just human. You're just human and you just, oh, devil it out a little bit. (laughs) But it's going to be okay. The ugly truth is going to scare you, but you got to feel those emotions and stop pushing them to the side. That's that unresolved issues. You got to come on, deal with it. Yo, daddy left you. Okay. Welcome to the club. <laughs> My mama wasn't there. Okay. Welcome to the club. Like, who, who else mama wasn't there? I can name at least 15 millennials whose parents worked all day and we was out on our own. We had to help raise each other. Okay. Would you want a cookie for that? Like, <laughs> join the club and get yourself together. You got to you gotta see as an adult, even as an adult, you really should see. Your parents did everything that they thought was right. Especially if you're a parent. Man, you don't know what you're doing. They didn't know what they was doing. It was a whole different time than it was back then than it is now. Forgive that. Forgive them and move on with that feeling, that emotion. Just keep it pushing. Just, just go ahead and next, deal with the next issue. Um, my coach was mad at me. My coach dogged me, told me I wasn't good enough. Okay. Maybe you wasn't good at football, little John John. Maybe you wasn't, okay? Maybe he was right. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever think about how you played on the football team and you really was trash? Or you played on that basketball team and you were horrible? You could not make a layup. Like, come on. Maybe he was right. Maybe you just took it personal because – you looked up to that person, and that person made you feel some type of way. Instead of you taking it as a learning situation, like, okay, maybe I should listen to them. Or maybe prove them wrong. Like if they said, oh, you wasn't good enough. Okay, prove them wrong. You prove them right every day that you choose not to be their best self. That was wrong. <laughs> oh, that was wrong. I'm speaking to myself, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You prove to these people every single day that they were right by not being your best self. So go be your best self and prove to them they might be dead and gone. They may not even care no more. (laughs) They may not even remember that they said that to you back then. But in the back of your mind, use that as fuel for motivation to be the best you you can be. Put the work in for yourself. Do what you need to do. Stop playing with yourself. Like you tell these men, girls. Don't play with me. <laughs> I'm not no toy. Okay, but you playing with yourself. That's why he playing with you. That's exactly why he playing with you, because he take you as a joke because you take yourself as a joke. You don't believe half the stuff that come out your mouth, and you know you don't. You really don't. So he going to play with you because you let him play with you. But when you start that taking care of yourself and self-awareness and doing what you need to do, putting in the time, setting up a schedule to make sure that you are being accountable, then he going to see that and be like, oh, she really about her business. I, I really can't play with her. That's, you know, she precious. I can't, I can't play with her the way I can play with, you know, Denise and them down the street. <laughs> but if you don't treat yourself right, how do you expect others to treat yourself right? It all begins with recognizing that You're imperfect, you make mistakes, but you have to acknowledge that you are human and that you're going to do better. 
Um, I was going to do something a little different towards the end, but I found a super, super, super awesome quote by Maya Angelou. I was going to switch it up, but I don't even want to switch it up because this quote was super dope. Um, So the quote says, forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. That sentence needs to be repeated. (laughs) Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. My Angela ain't even had to say that like that. (laughs) She ain't had to say that like that. But there's a lot of truth in that statement. There's a lot of truth in that statement. Because if you never never was taught how to do something, then you learned how to do it. Now you got to master it and be good at it. Now you know, okay, that's hot. I don't want to touch that because you didn't try it before. Or somebody told you, be like, yeah, you probably shouldn't touch that. That's real hot. Ah. Uh. But I didn't know it was hot. You said it was hot, but I just want to test it out. No, you ain't even got to do all that. Just chill out. Understand the situation is what it is. <laughs> Understand the situation is what it is. You know, every situation you don't have to go through. You don't have to go through every struggle to learn the lesson. Just, okay, that's hot. Or maybe I shouldn't do that. That's maybe not a good idea. Don't second guess yourself, you know. Um, so forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. This is a learning process. You're a new person every time. Every day something different happens. Something new happens. Um, you weren't this person before. You was never 31 with a kid and did not have a job. So you don't know what to do. You have no clue. You know, you weren't, you're not, you're not in a position, the, the position that you're in at your job now. So it's difficult. Like, you've never been there before. Obviously, it's, it's going to be difficult. But you have to learn it. And you have to forgive yourself along the way. Like, okay, I'm going to mess up in this job. I'm going to mess up with this business. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to mess up as a parent. I'm going to mess up chasing my dream. But do I do I sit there and cry about it and feel bad and not continue to push through? Or do I learn, forgive, and keep it pushing? What are you going to do? What's your choice? What's going to be your option? You're going to continue to sit there in that pain? Or are you going to get up? What did Leah say? Dust yourself off and try again? I mean, dust yourself off and try again. Like, keep going. You're not going to get it right the first time, the second time, the third time. But you're going to get it right. And when you get it right, you're going to master it. And then you're going to move to something different. Every stage of our life, every milestone is different. We've never been there before. Give yourself grace. Sit back. It's going to be okay. And enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. So until next time, embrace the journey of self-forgiveness, responsibility, and self-awareness. This is Shaz, and I'm signing off, and I will catch you in the next episode. 
I want to thank you again for tuning in to my podcast, R&R, Raw and Real with Shaz. Make sure you share this podcast with all of your friends and don't forget to leave me a review. It's greatly appreciated. See you in the next episode.